During our episode on the Great Resignation, I discussed new research indicating the non-monetary reasons employees were and still are redefining their own work experience. This shift in mindset towards a greater work-life balance is driving companies to finally become flexible with their employment requirements, including where and how often to work. So who better to give us insight from inside the trenches of hiring other than Charlie Safro? She's the owner of CS Recruiting. Hello again, Blythe Brumley with DigitalDispatch.io, and this episode is a long time in the making because I'm blessed to co-host another show called the Ladies Leadership Coalition, which is how I met Charlie and became familiar with her firm. She's also a panelist on the show, and you can see her out here blazing a trail, so it's no surprise that her perspective on the hiring market is making big waves across multiple shows. In this episode, we're going to talk about those unique hiring challenges, along with ways that employers can stand out in order to attract their ideal employees, and how employees can then leverage the power that they currently hold. Hope y'all enjoy. Favorite Olympic sport. I was watching you answer it, and then now I want to actually hear it. Hi, Blythe. So good to be here with you and loved all the content and segments you showed. So my favorite Olympic sport is gymnastics, and it goes back to me being a gymnast when I was growing up. Um, And I, I relate a lot of my time in gymnastics to my time in the business world and really believe that being on a team sport is just, it's so similar to being on a business team and working together. And it really comes down to each individual contributing. So I'm fascinated with like where the sport and the competition has gone since I was a performer. I mean, the tricks they are whipping out these days, I I never even imagined. So excited to, to watch some over the next few days. Right. Cause I mean, Simone Biles is, is creating moves that they, that they have to name after her because they exactly. just never existed before. So it's just, it's, I think I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, the, the gymnasts are, are one of the top sports that I love to watch at the Olympics. Now, now going to the business side of things, you're the founder and president of CS recruiting. So from it, it's an executive recruiting firm specializing in the supply chain, logistics, transportation, and freight areas. Why did you want to focus on these industries? What, what initially attracted you to it? I fell into the industry like probably many others that are are still working in it today. So I started my career actually in the marketing and advertising industry. And I really think that having that foundation of selling a service and the customer is always right and you kind of bend over backwards for the customer translated very well to recruiting, but also really the logistics industry. So I found myself in the early 2000s as a recruiter in a transportation technology firm, really learned the business. And I think like many others, once you really grasp that this world operates on the supply chain, that transportation provides us with anything and everything, it's just such an exciting industry to be in. So really happy that I I did fall into it and find myself here today because I honestly couldn't imagine doing anything different. Likewise, I think all of us sort of just find ourselves in this industry and then it takes a hold of us and it, and, and it doesn't let us go. Now, with the big hot topic over the last few weeks, especially over the last year, has been what's been called the, the great resignation where it, employees are, are looking for better opportunities elsewhere. 
Now, from the recruiting perspective, you have the unique insight of seeing it from both sides of the coin, from the company side to the employee side. Now, what trends have you noticed sort of taking place from from each side of the coin there? Yeah, I think the pandemic changed everything, to be quite honest. There is a huge demand for logistics, transportation, supply chain talent in the market right now. And the supply of talent is just not there at the volume that it should be. So it's certainly a candidate's market. They are completely in control. Um, So for job seekers out there, I would say this is the time to look. If you've been curious or have certain aspirations of where you want to take your career, the jobs and opportunities are plentiful. And from the employer standpoint, I think employers are just getting a lot a lot smarter and really thinking about how they humanize their work environment. So after you know a year or more of lockdown, we all really had some time to just prioritize and think about what's important to us. And obviously working from home became something that was, you know, familiar to us after um, many years of it it kind of being pushed to the side. So um, from an employer standpoint, having a hybrid model is more important than ever now and really treating remote days of the week or remote employees the same as those in office. In addition to that, just having some respect for your team members and those that you report to, those that report up to you, um, you know, thinking of these individuals as other people who have other things going on outside of work. And um, it is so true that happy employees will produce more. So it's not so much about pushing the numbers or, you know, um, you know, driving them with fear, but treating them the right way so they feel respected and appreciated. And, you know, I I think that's very obvious, it seems, but there are a lot of companies who have made a lot of progress and there's still a lot of companies who have a long way to go on that front. Now, speaking of those companies that have a long way to go, there, there's sort of been that mantra of the, you know, the first one in the office and the last one to leave. Th- those are the ones that that get rewarded the most. And with COVID now, it's it sort of restored the work life or the desire for the work life balance that that a lot of employees crave. Are you starting to see some of the the, the old guard within the logistics industry sort of uh, become flexible to those new working concepts, or are they just sort of doomed to to die a slow death? Honestly, I, I do think that the companies that are offering hybrid or remote opportunities are the ones that are doing it right and kind of paving the path for the future. So I don't want to say that these other companies are necessarily going to drown because everyone is looking for something different. And, you know, I'll tell you, we've talked to plenty of candidates over the last year that were like, I am looking for a job where I can go into the office, get me away from my spouse, get me away from my <laughs> kids. Um, but I would say that the majority of the population is looking just for more flexibility. And so the only way to offer flexibility is to trust your employees. The only way to trust them is to hire the right people. Um, But it really all starts with your culture and what you have to offer. Um, And just knowing that, again, if they're happy and they feel trusted, they will be loyal and they will be focused on producing. And so it's much more than just, uh, I guess, adding a ping pong table or a foosball table to to the office in order to entice these workers to come in. I, I, I imagine it's more of the camaraderie and the team building that people still crave, but they still want to be able to have the option to work from home. Is that a safe bet? Yeah, it is. And I think companies just have to get creative. I mean, we have moved to an entirely virtual office and 
for us, it's been a game changer in a really positive way. So we still bring our team together once or twice a month. We've got you know, stronger relationships than ever through Zoom, but also through these opportunities where we can just hang out for, you know, three, four hours at a time and get to know each other on an individual basis. So, you know, there's, there's so much to be said on the topic. You know, when you think about cutting out the commute, when you think about the overhead of an office and allowing people to work from home, and then also just, you know, people are going to work harder if they're at home and they have time to, you know, prioritize their life and and have that real work-life balance. So I'm really proud of a lot of the brokerages in this industry that um, have shifted their mindset and kind of gotten out of that old school mentality and they're seeing the results. So they're starting to believe in them. And um, it's, it's a pleasure to work with companies like that, that just have an open mind. Um, and, you know, the advantage for them is that they are going to get the best talent if they don't care where that person lives. It's not about, you know, limiting your team to 15 miles of a radius around the office. It's about I'm going to find the best person for this position and it doesn't matter where they live as long as we've got a good remote model and um, we can onboard them, train them and motivate them properly. You mentioned the the benefits of connecting with your team over Zoom and and obviously recording through Zoom and 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 making content is something that is is increasing in demand and I'm curious to see are are you noticing any trends within that particular sort of job segment you know the the people who are out there creating content and and, and podcasts and things like that are you seeing those positions start to open up at some of these companies or is it still something that that's only sort of scratching the surface. Yeah, no, I think good news for you, Blythe, that marketing <laughs> is starting to get a lot more attention in this industry. So um, historically, I would say we always had a handful of marketing roles that we were working on at a time. And, you know, some of these may be with shippers, some maybe with 3PLs, asset providers, technology companies, definitely seeing an influx there. And what the trend I'm seeing that I'm finding interesting is that a lot of our clients that are, you know, recognizing that this is an important investment they're looking for talent either at the very high end or the very low end. And Mm -hmm. that is their investment. So we have clients that have committed to, you know, a marketing budget. They understand that the world is online. They need to have a social media presence. And we're seeing a lot of companies that are like, we want to get a CMO in place. This is the first position of its kind. They're going to build out a team. They're going to bring strategy and execute it. And then we're also seeing companies that, they're ready to invest. They recognize it, but they're not ready to make a six-figure hire. So looking for a social media coordinator or minimal risk, but still dipping their toes into this idea of having a budget around advertising, have a, a social media brand and presence and being able to keep up with it. So I think what we're going to start to see in the next couple of months, I don't think this is going away. I think companies are you know, attracting business and talent this way. So we're going to start to fill in that middle and, and see opportunities for higher level independent contributors, managers, directors, really to support that whole initiative. Love that. Great news for me, like you said. But uh, speaking of the, you know, sort of the attention economy, you're, you're out here, you're creating content, you're, you're, you're out here on all these different shows. I think you were just on Put That Coffee Down last week. Um, mm-hmm. You're also a, a panelist for the Ladies Leadership Coalition. Why did you want to start creating content? And do you see a place for, for creating your own company branded content in the future? 
That's a great question. And it, it really is something I've always done internally. And I honestly think the pandemic, it allowed me to slow down. It gave me a little more time, but also really forced me to think about the importance of being able to connect online. And it's amazing when you just start to share information and be vulnerable, how people respond. So, you know, one, one big move for us is we've gotten to a point where we are a big enough company that we can truly put the right people in the right seat on our boss. So we've got a little over 30 employees right now. And over the last year and a half, we have pulled two former recruiters into project management, social media marketing positions. So that has really boosted our presence and um, really proud of what that team has been able to accomplish, just leveraging their industry knowledge. And we've got some fun things in the work. So can't give away too much, but I would say follow us on LinkedIn and um, you'll you'll definitely be entertained over the next couple of months by our posts and, and what's in our feed. I love it. I'm a big fan of using the employee evangelists in order to, to help them own the content because they're really in the trenches right there with you. So I, I, I love that aspect. Now, now, as if you don't have enough of the career sort of demands on your plate, you're also a wife, you're a mother to three with one of the cutest dogs I've ever seen, but you didn't start CS until after the birth of your third child. Take me back to that day that you decided that you wanted to own your own business. What, what was that? What was the catalyst that, that made you want to say, I have to do this? Yeah. You know, I was always an entrepreneur at heart. I grew up with parents and grandparents that always had their own business. Um, but honestly, it was, I don't want to say it was a mistake because it's been the best mistake I've ever made, but it just happened. So I am the type of person that I am committed to delivering. Like I said, I have this service industry background. I want to be able to provide, especially if there's a fee due and there's a relationship that trusts me. So the, the business really started just as I became overwhelmed. I started to take on a lot of searches independently. I was a one-woman show. I got to a point where I recognized I'm either going to fail if I don't, you know, staff up or I'm going to need to, you know, really scale my team to be able to service and deliver at the same quality. So my first hire was actually my husband. So um, he came from the industry. He had a lot of transportation supply chain knowledge that he added. And from there, we were able to grow. And you know, I don't want to say it was a company that started overnight, but it wasn't a formal process like you'd expect where we had a business plan and we went to a bank and got a loan. It was just like we were doing good work. We were bringing a quality service to the industry. One thing led to another and the hard work paid off. So that's that's kind of the, the story in a nutshell. I love that because it, most of, of, I mean, it, it, just in my personal experience of, of business has just been just get, you know, day by day, try to have a plan, but it's really just about figuring out day by day and then hoping that, you know, the decisions that you're making in the trenches are, are going to work out for the best. Now, we've talked a lot in, in this chat about, you know, that work-life balance and, and how the, the, the big worker shift has been happening. You yourself are a big proponent of, of yoga and meditation to achieve that work-life balance. Can you Tell us a little bit about why getting into the practice of, of yoga and meditation is so vital. Yeah, you're like speaking my language here. So love it. Um, I actually found yoga at the same year that I started CS recruiting. So there, there's a, a synergy and a connection there. I had just had my third son. I was a runner 
um, prior and, and really never liked running, but did it uh, as punishment to myself. So I went to my first yoga class. Again, I was a gymnast, so it just felt really natural. Um, and I found that it was the first time in my life where I had dedicated space to think and to move slow. So especially in this industry, if you are not on all times, if you are not fast paced and you know hustling, you're not going to make it. And that's how I operate my life except for that hour I get to spend on my mat every day where I really just get to think and be still and be with my own thoughts. Um, so it's been a really, just a, a big difference in my life to know that no matter how hectic every day is, I have that space every morning when I get up to practice. And then I do meditate throughout the day, like you said, which just helps me clear my mind. Um, and it's something I'm, I'm really committed to. It's, it's hard to carve out the time, but just like anything else, once you realize the benefit and you start to feel the impact, it's time for it. That makes a ton of sense because I, it, it, it's one of those things that you have to, you never regret a workout. And I'm sure meditation is is the same exact thing and, and also yoga as well. Do, have you had a moment where after you completed a practice or, or completed a meditation routine that you've had a big aha moment? all the time. So <laughs> what usually happens to me is I meditate twice a day, first in the morning, once in the afternoon. And you know, I've always got some, something in my mind, some problem I want to solve, some dilemma that's weighing me down. And, you know, I'll, I'll do my research. I'll connect with my network, try and figure it out. And then I realized again, like you just got to slow down. And so I kind of turn myself off, give myself that chance to meditate and then I, I come out of it and not to say my problems are solved right away, but I have clarity. Um, I have ideas. I try and jot things down right away because sometimes they're crazy ideas that go nowhere, but usually it just gives me a little more confidence about my decision or a little more direction on what I need to do to solve the problem. So, you know, it's, it's really, really beneficial and it's, it's more intimidating than it really is to get into. Well, uh, speaking, I guess the, the, the intimidating aspect, but it, where should people start if they even want to think about getting involved in, in some kind of starting a meditation routine? You just got to start slow. So there's some mm -hmm. really great apps out there. I meditate 23 minutes twice a day. I do a specific type of meditation. So it is a huge time commitment, but if you can start and you can silence your mind for two minutes a day, and then next week you bump it up to three minutes five minutes, all of a sudden you start to realize like, I don't have to meditate. I get to meditate. And mm. I think a lot of people just think of it as like, Oh, I don't have time for that. But it really, it, it, you make time by creating this space in your head and, and time to just slow down. We all deserve that. I love that because obviously the big ethos of, of what we've been talking about here is achieving that work-life balance. So if you were going to give one piece of advice to the current workers uh, of the world right now, what would you tell them in order to go after and achieve that, that dream job? So, you know, as a recruiter and a, a lifelong full-time networker, I think you've got to surround yourself with people that are going to help you accomplish your goals. So I do always come back to that phrase, you know, it's all about who you know. It's not about a community or a family you were born into. It's about what you make of the relationships that are available to you. So, you know, having a recruiter that knows your background, that is looking out for you is one type of relationship. Having mentors, having, you know, former bosses or colleagues that you can turn to. But 
everything in life is about human connection and bringing parties together, forming relationships. So that's where I always say to start, think about who, you know, think about what you've done for those individuals, what they may be able to do for you and, um, be vulnerable, you know, share your dreams and aspirations because otherwise they're not going to be able to help you to their fullest. I love that. Such a great piece of advice to, to leave people with. Now, now if folks want to follow your work, I, I assume LinkedIn is the best place or, or is there any other place where, where people can follow your work? Yeah, LinkedIn is where it's at for us. So <laughs> our company page, my personal page, we put a lot of content out. We feature a lot of posts about our own team and kind of how we're doing things. Um, and I would like to say that I, you know, I'm really proud of the culture we've built and hope it sets an example for our clients and also those candidates that are just looking for something different. I love that. All great pieces of advice. And we'll be sure to link in the show notes and in the description of where people can follow your work and along with Andrew Cox, who was on the show earlier today. So thank you so much, Charlie, for, for coming on the show. Thanks, Blythe. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Digital Dispatch Podcast. As always, you can find each show I publish along with more insight over on my website, digitaldispatch.io. If you like this podcast, then I think you'll love another show that I host, Cyberly, which covers the attention economy, B2B marketing, tech, and how it all ties into the world of logistics. That show airs every Thursday from 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on FreightWaves TV. There are also some links to my social media accounts along with my products and services that might be of interest to you. You can find them in the show notes or again over on my website at digitaldispatch.io. If you found this episode interesting and or entertaining, be sure to share it with a friend. Word of mouth is the best kind of marketing and since podcast discoverability has and remains an issue in this medium, I trust and rely on folks like yourself that will share it with those who would also find it useful. Until next time, my name is Blythe Bremleve and I will see you real soon.